Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Um, I'm just going to start out with full disclosure with what's just on my mind. I'm going to take a big old breath because my asthma is feeling it. So I just want you guys to join me. Um, Deep breath in. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that's fantastic. Um, Full disclosure, this is the second attempt of recording this. If you guys follow me on Instagram and saw the update, well... We recorded and there's technical difficulties as it is and did not sound good. There was a nasty buzz throughout the entire episode and I wasn't going to do that to you guys because I know that there are some people who want to listen to this and it would be very annoying and uh, you might even have like hearing damage by the end of it and you know what? Take it from me. I can't hear anything um, except for the things that I do hear realistically. But, um, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there right off the bat. I got my my guest here, Sean Trumbly. Um, we're going to run through a few things here and then we'll kind of get into our topics. We got some really cool topics today and actually a third mystery topic, which is actually also some mystery to a mystery to us because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just going to see what happens. But we're super stoked to be in the studio right now and just uh, throwing some stuff down. You know what? Um, again, full disclosure, it's been a very long week. Been very tired. Um, there was probably going to be a second episode this week that I was going to kind of throw out um, and uh, then my mom hit me up and was like hey slow down and you know what I took that to heart so I didn't put out another episode even though I definitely had stuff on my mind that I could have talked about Um, but I I chose not to to give it some space to breathe and as we're still finding kind of the cadence that I want to take with how this podcast works I'm just from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for listening and joining in on this and being a part of it I love to hear from you guys so much, your favorite parts, your least favorite parts, even just that you're listening, because I still don't understand the analytics for uh, seeing who listens to my podcast, so if you let me know, then I know that you've listened. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Pretty straightforwardly, Um, but I'm super excited for today, just jumping into recording and seeing what happens with today. Of course, as always, I got to start out with some sponsors here, Stance. I, I won't stop. Actually, I'm probably uh, going to be really annoying until until uh, I either stop or I don't. And if you don't stop, you'll get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> At least that would be something. That'd be pretty cool. I made a difference. Um, but Stance, you know what, guys? I love you. You guys have some great quality products. Um, if you guys actually don't uh, use Stance or wear Stance, I guess, you should. Take it from me. Like how how much... I think you should uh, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. One Strong would even, rating. Yeah, one would even consider it a hundred percent. You should do it. Yeah. Shoot, I don't have any of their socks. I'm gonna have to buy a pair now. <laughs> Maybe uh, just you'll end up having a pair. Maybe. As a as a surprise gift for being on my my show here, but nice. Sorry, I think it's pronounced Jif. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one. Uh, Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> another one in lieu of uh, stance trying to. You know, get some attention there. John Martino, again, 
fantastic sponsor of the show. Uh, hopefully I can actually get him and book him on this show mm-hmm. soon because that'd be a fantastic one. But uh, he hits me up with an email this week with a Stance gift card. So thank you, John, for that feeling that, that made me feel like I was sponsored by Stance. But deep down, I know I'm sponsored by you and I really feel that love. So thank you so much. Um, John is a is an awesome dude, so you guys should uh, check him out. He's had some uh, podcasts in the past and also YouTube channel. Um, maybe I'll, I'll tag him and just spam him with tags. But mm-hmm. uh, the the next one, before I say it, I'm just gonna throw it out there because you know what? As I said, this is the the second time that we've recorded this episode. We're gonna do our best to make uh, these topics sound genuine and even some of the things we're saying genuine. But mm-hmm. if uh, you know you've ever dealt with someone who doesn't listen. And not that you guys aren't listening, but you know when you got to repeat yourself? It's kind of like that. So actually, we changed up the topics a little bit from the original one because they were so fantastic, but we feel like we've kind of exhausted those topics in a sense. It would do those topics injustice to repeat the same thoughts. Yeah, and I think there's going to be some stuff that is repeated, but we're going to kind of treat it as though we haven't said it just because it's super important and super super interesting to talk about on our end here. Mm-hmm. Um, Needs to be put out there again. Yeah. I think, I think it's where the content of the show wants to be taken. Um, but we don't want to overdo it. So we want to keep this natural and organic. And you know what? You guys will never hear that episode we recorded. And that's mm-hmm. just a fact because I deleted it. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. I don't save nothing. Um, third sponsor though, Kasia Randall jewelry guys. I'm actually blown away because uh, for one, she sends me this fantastic gold chain with the word, the letters D I S H Y Y, spelling out dishy on them. And it's just Y-Y. so, so awesome uh, to get that love from there. And you know what, guys? Guess what? If you actually check it out, if you use the code dishy with two Y's, dishy10, uh, you can get 10% off through Kasia Randall jewelry. And I think that's fantastic. She's got some great stuff. Super awesome for like presents, uh, you know, Christmas coming up almost perpetually. I don't know. Thanksgiving. You guys buy Thanksgiving presents. Mm -hmm. I highly doubt it, but you could labor day presents, labor Halloween presents. Instead of giving out candy, give out Kasia Randall jewelry. Mm -hmm. Mad respect. If you do, um, today, Jumping right in, the song of the day is uh, dedicated to Sean uh, because it is Colombia, Mi Encanto by Carlos Vives. And you know what? I told a lot of folks, and I, I think I posted on the Instagram and said, hey, you know what? In preparation of this episode, you should watch Encanto. For those of you who did, I love you. 100%, yeah. I will say it has it has nothing to do with the topics we're going to talk about mm-hmm. other than this song. In fact, there's no, there's no reason in this, this uh, podcast episode that you actually had to have watched Encanto other than I think it would, it, it made your life better that you watched it. So honestly, if you haven't watched it, you should, you should pause this and go watch it right now because it's a great movie. It's got some great representation, got some great story. If I'm being honest, um, I thought it was going to go a way different direction when I was watching it. I'm still waiting for the legendary third time where I watch it and I do all the dance moves. I will say mm-hmm. I've only seen it twice and I've been holding off because I know the third time will probably change my entire life. But um, before we get into kind of who Sean is and some of these topics we want to talk about, I actually want to make an impromptu thing that I didn't think I was going to say. So hopefully it makes sense. I'm trying to make merch. Um, people have been mentioning it and I think I got a, a, a buddy 
shout out Wilbur to uh, hook it up with some stickers and, and t-shirts if I figured out. But um, my wife is a graphic designer. She's also very busy. I'd like to take this time to openly congratulate her that she just got a new job yeah. at generic job workplace number three. Nice. And uh, she's super stoked to be starting there. But guys, um, I think she needs some attention and positive attention positive attention and motivation and encouragement <clears throat> to make some dish knows nothing uh kind of like branding stuff because um what kind of work is better than free work so mm -hmm. i really need her to make some stuff but i think if you guys all banded together to tag her and let her know that she should also make some stuff if she sees the folks who who want that merch you know i'm talking stickers t-shirts i don't know what else but uh keychains hats keychains and hats um hydro flask we gotta let stickers. her know we gotta let her know um so you know i'm not gonna say her tag right now but mm -mm. I'll, I'll post about it when i post about mm -hmm. it so that you guys can also share the love with her of of you know telling her what the people want because sometimes i feel like she doesn't believe me mm -hmm. but again as i said in the first episode i wouldn't be filming this nope recording i wouldn't be recording this mm -hmm. if you weren't listening so whoever you are i love you jumping I, in i hope to get to the i love you stage i'm not there yet <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i yeah, maybe the end i want to get there. say he loves you soon maybe yeah yeah, yeah. i'll come back in 10 episodes and <laughs> then maybe i'll say it again maybe you'll be ready i'll try no i, I get you i it's respect that performance anxiety 100 percent um so <laughs> to introduce sean a little bit before we jump in Sean, who the heck are you? Mm. I thought this was a comedy podcast, not an existential <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, keep it funny. <laughs> keep it funny. Keep the existential crisis funny. Yeah, yeah treat your um, problems like a joke. Yeah, well, I'm Sean. That's Michael. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm an out. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Um, my name's Sean. I'm 23 years old. I am a Southern California Native, resident, Native. local, yeah, yeah, yeah. born and raised in Southern California until I wasn't living in Southern California. I lived in Columbia for a year when I was a freshly graduated high school student or high school graduate, rather. I lived in Columbia for a year. I was able to learn the language, learn the culture. For those that don't know, I am half Colombian on my mom's side, so I share a lot of pride of that, um, being able to live where my mom was born and grew up really showed things to myself that I wouldn't have seen or learned about otherwise so that's a cool fact and it I think set a foundation for my affinity for travel for wanting to learn about cultures and all aspects of language of people of religious customs of family customs food especially I'm no stranger to trying new foods I'm no stranger to trying new things. I have a motto of I'll try everything at least once because you don't know what you don't like unless you try it. That checks out. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, I will say someone messaged me about a question for a guest. And I forgot what that question was. Mm. Um, so if you were that person, please let me know again and I'll definitely screenshot it this time so mm -hmm. I don't forget. Smart. Um, but we'll go back to the, the, the question I asked Bryce and sean cats or dogs Ooh, this is a great question cats or dogs 
defines a binary between the two. I'm allergic to cats, but am horrified. Not horrified. That's a strong word. That's a strong <laughs> word. That's not. A, I take. I take back the half word horrified that I used. I just have a precaution towards dogs, as I was attacked by one when I was super young. And as brain development goes, that really, really set in there at the fine age of three or four. Um, so I love cats. Tragically, I'm allergic to them. But hypoallergenic cats exist. And hypoallergenic cats are something I'm somewhat in regular contact with. Um, my girlfriend's mom has two of them. And I get to take them on walks and play with them. And in their natural feline behavior, they're jackasses. But they're awesome, awesome jackasses. Um, it goes both ways between me and the cats, but yeah, it's a healthy relationship. That's kind of cats, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, now that I think of it, I got bit by a dog mm. in the head when I was young. The head? Yeah, yeah. Like My right temple. My right temple, I got a scar. Um, and I tripped on the dog in the middle of the night, and it freaked out. And it you scared tooth it. got t- caught on my Ooh. on my right temple. It was like kind of blind and deaf old dog. Um, and Dang. Poor I realized dog. that didn't really stick with me. Maybe I just, because it's, I got really bad memory, I just like wasn't really affected, but, mm-hmm. or, you know, one day it's going to all hit me and I'll like be really affected and I'm just putting it off like the rest of my problems. But I think, uh, what, what other things, what other problems are you putting off? Like two plus two. I just can't, Mm-mm. I can't deal with that right now. Mm-mm. Uh, that's heavy yeah, yeah yeah we're in a what's going on with money in the recession we're not in a recession they keep saying we're going to be in one whoa i'm not an economist so i shouldn't be talking about that yeah yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know numbers are hard man i i took calculus three times it was tough dang you must be really good at it then now yeah 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 <laughs> taking the to take it three times yeah yeah three different classes the third one finally it was really the one, set in. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, third yeah. type of calculus really, no, that checks out. really worked out. All right. <laughs> now that um, you've seen kind of what this episode's going to be like, I hope you join us as we jump into some of these topics here. The first one we're going to start out light, just being honest. We're going to do a little food review. Mm. Me and Sean actually just had dinner. So, Twice um, now. Dang. Ep- the-, the last episode that we recorded, yeah, we, we mm-hmm. had dinner and then we tried to do it. But today we had somewhere different. Um, and I, oddly enough, this is a place that like has definitely been around for a while. And like, I've only just had it like the past like six months. Really? And I've had it like a lot in the past I, six months. The first time I had it was in December of last year. Really? So just a little bit before that. I think overall, this place, Board and Brew, it's pretty solid. It's a great sandwich shop. It's a really good sandwich shop. I actually love sandwiches. And so you can imagine a few years back when... Um, gluten became a real issue for me and I had to stop and if uh, let me let me throw it out there guys if you're gluten free stop eating gluten free bread Mm-mm. just hold out for the real thing you'll get there one day I can almost guarantee it um, gluten free bread is not good it's not it's not a good substitute it should honestly just be called something else rather than gluten free bread it should be called like sponge bread not even bread Ooh. I think sponge bread's a thing. What's isn't the it? base of gluten free bread? Is it like Dude, rice? I have no clue. Or it's probably like a like nut, like garbage. an almond or something. Oh, okay. It's probably just straight up trash. Mm. Um, I do not like gluten free bread. Um, but ever since I have found solutions to my problems that have to do with health, 
Mm. I can now have, you know, some gluten every now and then. And boredom brew is fantastic. I'm going to say it. Um, I am a generous person when it comes to ratings because if I don't do a thing and I want to judge another person who does that thing, I respect it because they're doing that thing. And I give boredom brew a 10 out of 10 because it's fantastic. If you have never had boredom brew, you should try it. It is worth, there's one in the Dara Ranch. If you're in the South Orange County area, there's one in the, at least one in the San Diego area near one San Marcos. In the Gal. There's one in San Clemente. Yeah. The, it's a chain for sure. Yeah. It's an establishment I will recommend strongly to others. Yeah. They got a turkey club. It's got some bacon in there. And honestly, it's... Does it have turkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It also has ba- bacon and turkey. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic, folks. <laughs> you should definitely try board and brew. Um, but, Sean, what would you rate it? What would, what would your grading be? I had... Not like health code grading. I think they're pretty solid. I, would, I hope so. I, I usually trust Who knows? restaurants. Yeah. Maybe. All it takes is one restaurant to like totally destroy it. And then you won't go to that restaurant again. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a sandwich called the... I. Oh, they corrected me on how the to turcado? say it. The turcado? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, Because it's the avocado turkey type of turcado? deal. Turcado. Yeah, okay. I thought it was turcado, like Sharknado. <laughs> because that's where my brain goes yeah, yeah yeah but then the the two employees that were talking to us they said the turcado lots of turkey lots of avocado and i like sandwiches that have turkey and avocado that's solid try board and brew folks uh they don't sponsor me but uh hey maybe they should jumping in tonight very excited so this this first topic we actually already have talked about but it was one of those ones that we found important because actually it's something that I've personally been learning about. And in fact, um, one of my friends and uh, even consider them a mentor, uh, talked to me about it, gave me some self-awareness reality check. And I really appreciate that. Um, and it's just something I wanted to open a dialogue of. I don't think it's like even something super specific um, to me or to anyone or anything like that, but it's just a, a topic I wanted to dive in as it's been on my mind. And I think even though me and Sean already talked about it for like four hours or so last episode, Mm -hmm. uh, it's worth bringing up some of the things that we were mentioning again and just kind of seeing if you guys also have thoughts on it because I think it's important to keep in mind. Um, The first topic we want to talk about is actually confidence versus arrogance. Yeah. And right off the bat, we'll just kind of jump in. I got confidence up here as defined. And I think Sean's pulling up arrogance if he doesn't already have it up. And I'm just going to read it off for what confidence is based off of Oxford languages definition. Confidence, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something firm trust, a state of certain or of feeling certain about the truth of something or a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. What do you got for arrogance? All right. So arrogance, also defined by Oxford languages. Arrogance is a noun defined as the quality of being arrogant, which is such a phenomenal sentence. <laughs> when you dive deeper and unpack that, you see that Oxford languages also defines the word arrogant as having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. Mm-hmm. The sample sentence is he's arrogant and opinionated. Hmm. I think one of the words that jumps out for arrogant, at least, is the exaggerated mm-hmm. reference, right? Like, just that. 
totally inflated. Yeah. It's it's something that almost loses touch of reality because of course like it's important to be confident guys if you're not confident in your own abilities um especially like things that you're actually good at uh i think there's something to be learned there to be confident in something you do right like you know even you talk in the professional world like job interviews it's really important to be confident right there's ted talks on it there's power uh what are they power, power poses stand, power poses the superman pose they call yeah, it yeah yeah you do those and like it's important to present yourself confidently um in that realistic manner but there's also the component of you know when does confidence become arrogance and one thing that was on my mind like you know maybe maybe if you indefinitely become confident will you eventually become arrogant will you inevitably become right. arrogant like is that one to a hundred at some point in time you get there yeah like from start to finish if you continuously go down like the line of of just growing confident will it become arrogant because maybe confidence is like the growing and the the realization of like your skills or whatever like say let's just say it you're the best uh bread cutter mm -hmm. you're really good at cutting bread all the slices are even um betty white died recently I know. Slice bread. On January 31st, 2021. Rest in peace again. Second mention of her in this podcast. Amazing. <laughs> um, but right, like you could you could be the best at something and that's super awesome. And I think there's there's pride in how you display yourself as confident, right? And how you maybe talk about yourself and with like the humility aspect of confidence. But if you forever become more and more confident, I think there's a a part like you will probably become arrogant right because that's just how closely related they are in that mm -hmm. gray area between them well i think arrogance like the definition says an exaggerated sense mm -hmm. of one's own importance or ability so i think it's like inwardly focused of just how you're saying confidence is i'm the best bread cutter i'm the best bread slicer mm-hmm you're not looking at other bread slicers right you're only looking oh i'm the best i cut these 50 pieces of bread in the best way possible yeah and i think you were saying earlier of like is it inevitable or kind of the focus of what we're talking about is like is it inevitable that you reach that arrogance yeah do you always get there is it guaranteed that you'll get there and I think to prevent that, because we know that arrogance is focusing on yourself, how can you prevent that? Because I think universally it would be agreed that being arrogant isn't a positive trait or it's right. not a positive like mindset, like a, a frame of mind. Yeah, to be by in. default. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it just has a negative connotation to it. And I don't think anyone strives out to be arrogant. No one wakes up and says, I'm going to be arrogant. I'm going to embody negative traits <laughs> like i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna make sure that how i communicate with other people how i work with other people regardless of the environment if it's your friends if it's your family members if it's like the people in your like love life if your co-workers or whoever i'm gonna be a jerk i don't think anyone strives to do that yeah i think you could be say like apathetic or you might have no longer an investment of something yeah if you work at a bread factory and you hate cutting bread and you hate the bread factory you're like dang 
I'm just going to keep cutting. I don't care. I'm the best. And you kind of become a little dilute, diluted. Is that the word? No. What's it called? Like, <laughs> I don't know the word. I don't when know you, either. Like, when you lose touch with reality, like you get delusional. Delusional. Yeah. Be, yeah. The best word for it. Diluted is the word. I think doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you become apathetic towards a subject or towards a topic, you're like, okay, I don't care about cutting bread anymore, but I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to say yeah. that I'm the best. And that's how you get past it. Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like to that point or even building off of it, like you have to actively try to not be arrogant if you want to remain in that confident section. Right. Like I think even if there's a very low percentage of people who actively wake up and want to be arrogant, I mean, there's 7 billion people here. So <laughs> I think there might be at least one person who actively is like, I want to be an arrogant person. I'm going to cause some problems. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's a- totally possible. If you're that oh, person, yeah. uh, more power to you, I suppose. <laughs> the first step is acknowledging it. <laughs> what, what's that one scene from Finding Nemo where Marlon, the dad and the sharks, he's like, I don't, I don't have a problem. Denial. And they, <laughs> they exactly. just throw him on the pedestal. Yeah. I think, you know, um, there might be people who wake up and, and one thing is like, maybe it's, it has to do with like the goal that you set out. Cause again, you can wake up and be like, I want to be arrogant today. And that's totally great. But also mm-hmm. if that's not your goal, you might have to be more conscious and more actively conscious of, I want to remain in the confident section of that because like, here's the deal. I can be realistic. I may be the best bread cutter and that's fantastic. But like, what is my goal? Do I want to inspire other people to be good bread cutters or do I want to put people down and be like, I'm the best bed. I'm the best bread cutter. There you go. (laughs) And I don't want anyone to be better than to be better than me. Like I want to be the best. Yeah. Like I think that's something that's probably out there too. Like for Mm -hmm. people who are definitely confident and like rooted in real, actual, factual truth that they are good at something. They're the number one. But you know, maybe it's that egotistical portion of like, hey, you know what? I want to be the best. I don't want anyone else to be the best. What happens after becoming number one? Yeah. Like, what do you do with that? Exactly. And I think for me, um, I think what I've been mulling over and digesting is like the goal. You know, like my goal is not to be that person, but to, you know, maybe, uh, who knows? Maybe inspire people if that's what they want to be inspired by. Hey, that's fantastic. But, you know, you have to remain in that humble portion of -hmm. confidence because i don't think that arrogance inspires people i know arrogant people yeah i think we both do (laughs) and you know (laughs) i'm not (laughs) particularly inspired by arrogant people i'm not Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh that person really is so good at this i want to be just like them and i want to be arrogant and i want people to talk about them i want people to talk about me behind my back with how this sounds and you know, I think there's even a component and this isn't actively willed upon anyone that I know. I will 100% confirm like where you're like, oh, I love to see that person fail at mm-hmm. certain things because like, you know, maybe that I, I feel like I felt like that in the past, but I don't currently. But like when you find people who are arrogant, it's like, oh, it's so great to see them fail because then like they have that weird realization where they're like, they kind of have to accept their failure. Like a slight reality check. And they might have to learn but then watching them choose not to learn <laughs> and continue to be arrogant, it's like, oh, how how can they be wired that way, you know? I think the seeing people you dislike or seeing people that you know as arrogant, mm-hmm. when they reach obstacles, 
I think part of that obstacle is a, a, a quick reality check. It's, yeah. oh, shoot, either someone called me out or I kind of found, like, I saw myself in a spot. I, I think kind of preventing that arrogance because, like you said, sure, there there may be people that strive to be nasty, whatever. Yeah. But as long as you're doing your best to stay positive, you're, ooh, fight the fight kind of thing. Like, if you're trying to be good at something or if you're right. trying to improve at something, right? there's that, there's the mindset of, okay, I want to stay in the zone of positivity. I want to stay in the gro- the zone of positive growth. But there's also the, how do I do that? Like, what am I doing to stay positive? Right. I'm talking to other people. I'm getting perspective is huge. So talking to you, if you have a loved one, if you have a significant other, it's, hey, is everything good? What's your perspective? Like things like that. Right, you don't yeah. just say, I'm 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 the best at this relationship and the other person's just there. It's like, no, that's not it. Right, exactly. It's keeping that conversation, keeping other people involved. Yeah. I think what I was thinking, like when you said that reality check is like, you know, I, I kind of received that mm-hmm. this past uh, two weeks or so. And I think that's something that's super valuable because I, I do not whatsoever mean to like toot my own horn because this is something I'm learning. I'm not saying I'm perfect because evidently if I'm receiving any such uh comments like if you're I, having a conversation where someone says yeah hey i i'm glad that i have people in my life and again mentors that can like give me those reality checks that yeah. i can also trust enough to be like okay i take what you're saying as super important and you know what i'm gonna take a step back i'm gonna think i'm gonna do my own reality check of like hey where am i at and what are my goals and how am i coming off because that's super important because we don't really ever see how we come off Mm-hmm. you know like we don't see how we're coming off to other people we don't always have a mirror pointed at us yeah and unless I think that's you natural. are intentional about that yeah and i think that's natural because like you can't always know how you're coming off to other people and i think there's an aspect of like finding out and asking and you have honest people in your life who will do that but also those super awesome people who will let you know actively mm-hmm. when you might not be you know a cool <laughs> achieving human. all your goals mm-hmm. <laughs> as they would would want to be so you know i think it was just something that that i've been learning about a ton and uh i'm super thankful that i have those folks in my life to be able yeah. to be like hey slow your roll buddy mm-hmm. you might not be doing what you are meaning to do and you know i try to stay humble and uh by that i get humbled yeah. <laughs> and reminded of uh what's good so you know it's a learning process but it was something that i thought would be super cool to kind of talk about um i feel like that's most of my thoughts on that mm-hmm. do you have any other thoughts I don't think it's a it's a one person journey. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be the analogy we've been using is working at a bread factory or a bakery, I suppose is a, <laughs> the, <laughs> the bread factory. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're working at a at a bakery, you can't definitively factually say you're the best at cutting slices of bread mm-hmm. unless you're comparing it with other 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 chefs or other bakers, yeah. or you're not looking at other people. Yeah, there is an aspect I think of like staying not grounded as in in a restrictive manner like a plane that's been grounded not like that but more so the I have sources of information I have people I have perspective I have voices of those that I trust of those that I choose to accept that information from that perspective from it's it's not a one person journey and yeah. if you think it's a one person journey it's it's very rarely is it very rarely is a one person journey unless what you're striving to be confident about is being the best one person 
camper or the best solo skydiver. Right. If that's what you, if you want to be the best solo skydiver, then yeah, you have to do it by yourself. But if you want to be the best skydiver that, you know, like those pictures you see of like 50 people all putting themselves in an intricate pattern as they skydive to form shapes and stuff, you can't say that I was the best at that if there's 49 other people. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't go that way. But yeah, I think that was my last thought. I agree. I think it's interesting. I don't think we'll necessarily talk about this, but I was just curious if I typed in confidence versus get a lot of interesting topics mm. um, such as versus self-esteem versus cocky versus ego versus narcissism Wow. versus versus knowledge graph. How is that spelled? Like uh, knowledge two words. graph? Yeah. Okay. Um, versus conceited versus competence. Interesting. I think uh, there's a lot that goes into confidence uh, in that whole topic and the verses of them. It sounds like the second term's revolve around that like potentially negative version of confidence yeah like yeah. the ob- like the the what's on the other side of that yeah if it was a light switch and i even think it's interesting because it's it's the perspective of your confidence mm-hmm. right at the end of the day it, it mostly has to do with how you come off as confident because you could be silently confident mm-hmm. but maybe once you start talking about it or voicing it in a way that is too much it becomes that arrogant like we were talking about like inevitably and it becomes you know it comes off as narcissism or ego or knowledge graph apparently <laughs> i think that's a graph of confidence versus knowledge not confidence versus confidence knowledge versus graph, <laughs> but it's a graph of here let me rephrase it. i think it's a graph of knowledge versus no 100 i look yeah. it up and it's a bunch of graphs mm-hmm. oh my goodness <laughs> wow this is interesting i think something a cool way to conceptualize it like i'm big on if i'm understanding a concept or an idea or like a thought process like i'm huge on visualizing it like internally like in my head but it how i'm picturing it is confidence is how you look at yourself Mm -hmm. it's inward i mean if it's if if it's you looking at yourself versus one's own one's own self-analysis yeah versus arrogance narcissism all the other versus options it's kind of everything else everyone else rather looking at you versus yeah. you looking at yourself so maybe it does have confidence that you're looking at yourself i'm the best i'm only thinking about myself and then arrogance is still thinking i'm the best but you're ignoring the 20 people around you yeah and then oops you didn't consider that other humans exist <laughs> and have feelings and thoughts and opinions I accidentally almost do that every day oops and then <laughs> you forget that and then it gets you in a negative spot yeah yeah no i think i think it's funny we were like oh yeah we'll, we'll move on no I, we totally have thoughts about this because this mm-hmm. is a good topic um one of the things that's on my mind is i am learning a lot about how to care what other people think Um, I'm a very sure person, as you know, and my wife definitely knows. I'm very sure in myself. Like, I'll do what I want to do if I think it's what I want to do, right? Like, who cares, you know? And I've learned a lot about what it means to care about what other people think for many different reasons in every part of life, especially being married, for one, right? Like, I have to care what my wife thinks, and above all, her opinion matters, of course. Um, And I think where, like... I can self-assess where my confidence looks like arrogance is like, Hey, I totally get what you're saying, but I don't care because I 
have a stronger value of who I am. And like, I think that's where like, it's more rooted in. It's not like I don't, I don't actively not care about what people think. It's just that I don't value it in a way that would change who I am Mm -hmm. and what I think of myself or, you know, what my value is in that sense, you know? And that like self-assurance is what like, depending on how I come off, can come off poorly sometimes. And I'm totally aware of that. Um, and to a fault, uh, sometimes I don't care <laughs> like if it comes off poorly because that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to care, yeah. especially with people that I care about. And st- as I, you know, get to know people more and more as I value their opinion, uh, and, you know, depending how I value their opinion, it can affect that. So I think similarly in the same confidence versus arrogance of looking at yourself versus considering others, it comes down to, I think if you want you could say there's compassion do you use compassion to consider what like you said you and your wife you and alexandra mm-hmm. you can't do that as a solo journey that's not what it is right um and same thing in other environments who you are personally with your friends who you are professionally if you're a lawyer you have to listen to the other lawyers at your firm because then no one's going to listen to you and then you just become a an app a butt that no one wants to listen to um yeah but yeah, and like I, like we said it kind of comes down to what are your goals yeah maybe you want to be that butt sure and that's just what it is that's okay sure but you know it depends what you want to do mm-hmm. um i i will say because we we're talking about the confidence versus knowledge graph um it's it's this graph that uh knowledge is the x-axis confidence is the y-axis the x-axis goes from beginner to expert and confidence of course just goes up and it's your your uh your building of your confidence and where it starts like basically at zero is collaborative what question mark and then it shoots up in confidence as like a little bit of knowledge comes around and it says easy i got this and maybe i'm thinking that's that section where you're just like oh yeah i can do this maybe your self-assessment of of what's up is not accurate um and then there's this big swoop of of confidence going down as knowledge begins to build so some of the captions it says as it goes on and there's more to this than i thought i'm never going to understand this and then it starts to go up as knowledge is still progressing confidence begins to go up again it says it's starting to make sense trust me it's complicated but i know my limitations and i learn from every iteration and i think um this is kind of in your own self-discovery of confidence uh, based on whatever field you're in, you know? This could be the confidence versus knowledge graph for a bread cutter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty interesting how it shoots up because maybe we jump into something and we're like, oh, this is super easy. And then we have that reality check of like, oh, hey, maybe oh, it's not. It's not, yeah. We have this big old swoop and then we can slowly grow more confident as our knowledge grows as a good pace. Mm-hmm. Did you find one also, it looks like? so. I think I found the exact same thing, but I learned about this in a psychology class I took. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm -hmm. Um, And simply put, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias where people with low ability, expertise, or experience regarding a certain type of a task or area of knowledge tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge. So just like you said of, oh, I know everything, and then boom, it hits you, that swoop you just said oh, I really don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think about the Pocahontas, I don't know the name of the song, but it's from Pocahontas. It's the quotation of... Did you mean Encanto? No, I meant Pocahontas. Oh, okay. Pocahontas, just checking. Um, the, the North America, not the South America. Oh, checks out, checks that out. One. 
And there's a line that goes um, something, something, you don't know what you don't know. And mm. maybe I just love powerful woman. Maybe I just love Disney songs, probably both. <laughs> um, but oh, I, I got really distracted by Disney songs. Um, but if, if you don't it's know what you don't know, it's uh-huh. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, Grand Kid Roundup, right? Those 100%. are all things I believe in. <laughs> um, <laughs> but back to that, the Dunning-Kruger, it's, oh, you think you know everything because you really quickly learned a few things, which feeds yeah. into that confidence. But then the more you see, the more you realize, oh, I don't know anything about the law. If you're a lawyer, oh, I know everything about suing someone. <laughs> but what do you know about being sued? Oh, I know absolutely nothing. Yeah. Then boom, yeah. you're struck with, oh, I actually know nothing about this. And that's what that Dunning-Kruger is. It's There's a quick, near immediate peak followed by that huge swoop yeah. of I am kind of hitting rock bottom. And then you realize, all right, time to get up and grow from here. Yeah. I think in the Dunning-Kruger effect, it's interesting because I would, I would consider that. And I'm not saying I'm right. If you have a different opinion, fantastic. I would say the Dunning-Kruger effect where you have that big peak and then you start to realize that your confidence goes down because you have so much more to learn is a healthy way to approach a new subject. Yeah. I think it's also realistic that there are people who don't have that. They have that spike and then they stay up in confidence, but like maybe their knowledge doesn't really progress as quickly. Like if we were at to add another factor to this graph of time, mm. maybe it takes them longer to actually learn this stuff because they can't admit what they don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I definitely have seen that uh, mm-hmm. sometimes in life where like people are like, no, I'm not going to admit that I don't know this thing. And they just take longer to learn stuff because it's like if you would just simply sit down, stay humble and just accept, accept that you don't know everything, mm-hmm. you can almost have more opportunities to learn. Yeah, um, I, I believe that I do my best to live by that. And in, in the fact that like, again, you get those reality checks from people, take it for what they are. They're they're ways to improve and they're valuable even if you don't immediately agree with them mm-hmm. it's important to sit with them and let them be perspective is important yeah 100 percent. even if it's not the same perspective if you went to the best university and you went to the best high school and then you went to the best or yeah. best middle school then best high school then best university and then someone that say doesn't come from a background of education they say actually let me provide you a different perspective yeah let me provide you a different piece of knowledge so i, I would imagine the person that came from the best schooling the best education is going to struggle a lot with accepting that and taking it in. Yeah, 100%. And then until you do, until you realize, oh, shoot, maybe I don't know everything, or, oh, shoot, someone else has a perspective that may or may not be more correct, or yeah. just as correct as what I have, then the, the, then comes that swoop. Yeah. There's a, I think the quote comes from Adventure Time, I think. I never watched the show, but Adventure Time, the dog, Jake, is that his name? Yeah. Um, the gold dog character, he has a line, and I paraphrase it, of <laughs> the first step at being good at something is being bad at something. And that mm. is something like when I lived in Colombia, I had horrible Spanish. I had the worst broken conversational Spanish. And if you hear... If you hear Bentley barking, Alexandra hear, just got home. She's an angel. Hear, she sounds slightly panted. I'm going to narrate really quick. The door opens. Alexandra enters. Bentley barks. Alexandra shush shushes Bentley. The door is shut. The barking has been stopped. Alexandra slowly approaches. The shadows on the floor grow longer and closer. 
Hi, Alexandra. Hi. <gasps> there she, she says is. Hi. She says hi. Um, but back to what I was saying of the first step of being good at something is being bad at something. I took that so personally when I went to Columbia because mm-hmm. my Spanish was how I used to joke about it to my friends and family when I got back from Columbia. When I got back to California was, oh, the Spanish that I had when I first arrived in South America, I knew enough to make sure that I could get water and food if I needed. Anything else? Nope. I don't know. Hopefully I had service or I had Wi-Fi that I can look up a sentence to translate. Yeah. But I knew enough Spanish to ask for food and water and that was pretty much it. And in learning a whole other language where you're obligated to because not many people are going to speak English. If you live in a country that has a different language, yeah, you have to learn that. You have to communicate with the millions of people that live there. So being bad at Spanish was just the first step at starting to be good at it. Yeah. And same thing. I have picked up film photography in the past year as a hobby. And I like to think I've taken some cool pictures. But I know that's probably one good picture out of 10 or 15 horrible pictures. Yeah. But that doesn't discourage. I It shouldn't discourage me i strive to make sure that it doesn't discourage me because yeah you have to be bad and then you slowly slowly become better i mean i'll, I'll take a minute to applaud you in that mindset because i would say that not everyone has that right mm-hmm. like the for lack of a better term maybe someone else views it differently but courage to be bad at something yeah right like sometimes being bad at something stops a lot of people uh, maybe like they're not fear. sure of themselves and they're like oh i don't want to be bad at something so i just won't even try it i think uh, again to applaud you if you're if you are like this i applaud you as well like having the courage to be bad at something is definitely a skill because you're not afraid to fail because you understand that failure is an option and a chance to be uh to rise and be good at something eventually i mm-hmm. think even for me like if i look at um my hobby of making music and recording albums and self-producing in my own home studio mm-hmm. like it's not something i was always good at and i will 100 i'm not I wouldn't know if I'd even consider myself good yet. I know I'm not the best, but I, I love to do it. And it's something that I have grown at a skill at uh, a skill in. And I've chosen that, Hey, I can be bad at this. I can put out songs and I listen to some of my first stuff and it's like trash. The songs are great. The songs themselves like record with my wife, early stuff, uh, super great songs. I love the, the tunes. I love the meaning behind them. I have fond memories of recording them and everything. Um, but like, I was just starting. I knew no tricks. I had none of my YouTube videos on lock. I had none of these like production skills mm-hmm. available to myself yet. And now that I look at my stuff, it's like night and day difference. It's not like, you know, award winning ready stuff that like is out there, but it's stuff that I love to put out there and I love to grow that skill. I think even now podcast. Yeah. I'm not good at podcast. I, <laughs> I know how to record something slowly. You'll get better. And, but slowly I can be good. And I, the thing is, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm mm-hmm. not afraid for this podcast to mean nothing to everyone and just do nothing. Um, I'm stoked that, you know, even the folks that have told me that they're listening or like share that they're listening and have given me that encouragement. You guys, you guys need to realize like that's invaluable to me mm-hmm. if I'm using that word correctly. Like that's something that is like super appreciative. Like this is just a new venture. I'm ready to fail. Let's see how it goes. Let's see what happens. If it, if it, if uh, it inspires people, awesome. If uh, it just makes people laugh, even better. Like I'm not afraid for it to be a failure, and I'm just having fun with it. And if I learn stuff from it, even better. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good time to move on. Yeah. Um, I will say. Any closing arguments you'd like to provide? No, I think 
I think I like where it simmers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think to round up, not a grand kid round up, but a round up of the conversation. Grand kid round up. <laughs> grand kid round up. Grand kid round, round up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, to kind of sum up what my thoughts are, and I hope what your takeaways may be. And if you have more, 100% folks, like mm-hmm. hit us up. I'd love to hear Send your thoughts messages. about this. They'll always be brought back up. Yeah. Give me like a little video or a, or a voice message of, of what your thoughts are. Cause mm-hmm. that would be super rad. I can maybe even figure out how to play it. Consider like a segment of past, other people's like, thoughts, previous comments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but don't ever think you know everything. Mm-mm, you won't. That's a super important thing. I think that I'm learning and I, I, I do my best to keep in mind, but you know, I find myself learning it fresh every day i don't know everything and i'm reminded of that and i will say i've gotten better at remembering that because i've reminded so often Mm -hmm. but don't think you know everything and don't act like you know everything and i think that you can inspire some real change um this next topic okay actually this is the impromptu topic um that just came to mind perfect so we live in southern california Mm -hmm. sean has lived abroad i haven't lived anywhere else personally I've visited other states. I've kind of cruised around the the U.S. and such. And I don't know. I wouldn't definitively say it's just our area. But, folks, this is a call to arms as it would be. You know when you're walking and you pass a stranger and you find anything that you can do to make yourself look busy so that you don't have to make eye contact or say hi to this person? (laughs) That, That... drives me bonkers like the, the notion of the unfriendly like making yourself busy or the no the the unfriendly like unwelcoming like i'm gonna act like i don't know this person and just like i'm gonna look disconnect busy. further from this human being that's passing me like you go other places like i remember like colorado or even like hawaii it's like you you pass people like you you typically wave mm-hmm. like you even know this person you acknowledge another you human acknowledge another human say, earth. hi how's it going how's your day yeah. You don't even have to stop and say hi, but it's like, hi, how you doing today? Like, it's just, it's a common thing that you would just say hi to people and be nice. Mm-hmm. And again, I will not definitely say it's just our area, but like, mm. I feel like we could do better. Um, I, I, Ooh, can, can we, can we define the audience for this particular segment? If you were to address this next bit, would it be like to the residents of Orange County, to the residents of i think i think the residents of orange county because it's my close vicinity of people that i will be passing if you live in this area um i hope one day i pass you and we smile and wave at each other we don't have to meet each other but i hope that we smile and wave at least like maybe hi how's it going i don't know um quick but like i i do my personal best like anyone i pass especially because i will 100 percent admit um so when i go to disneyland i do pride myself in the ability to like just have a face and demeanor that people will move for me um when i'm walking through the crowd people will move for me Mm -hmm. i don't have like the most broad shoulders but like i broaden my shoulders just enough to like show and and prove with my like my presence like not a silverback gorilla but like a bronze (laughs) like a yeah yeah, like a bronze back like i'm coming through like i'm coming through and my face says move like i can definitely harness that ability to like clear people through a crowd and you know what sometimes i even use my voice and i'll just be like and just like make noises so that people will move because i'm bold right and it works but also i know that i i harness that presence is so i also have to actively like 
do the opposite when like I want to be nice to people not in big crowds like I'm passing someone on the street like I'll like purposely make eye contact and smile at them so that if they look at me they see me smiling not everyone looks like I understand I'm not the center of their universe but um the earth is the center of the universe for yes. that for the record yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what um, is this 1500s yeah, yeah yeah uh but I do my best to like smile and wave at people as it would be but you were gonna say something I was gonna say so I just got back from Mexico four days ago and even driving to the airport anytime like it was on a freeway so naturally you're passing people a lot faster than you would on a on a smaller street yeah but anytime just like on a small street or if it's rather like slower traffic and there's a speed bump or whatever anytime I cross or pass someone going in the opposite direction because it was a two-lane highway Mm -hmm. there's one lane going north one lane going south and if I caught eyesight, it would be a quick, like my hand on the steering wheel. I just lift kind of like a few fingers, like your thumb, index finger, middle finger, just lifted up a quick gesture. They yeah. would respond in kind An of like, acknowledgement. Hi, there. hi there. Yeah. I almost think the bare minimum is the acknowledgement of saying you're another human. It's like a, Hey, Hey, cause the less we do is. that, we don't acknowledge that we're people. And I understand like there are some like, like real concerns that like, Hey, like you don't want to look at the wrong person. I don't, I don't know. Like there are real bad things in this world and there's sure. people that do bad things like that's a realistic thing want to interact with someone at 3 a.m that's yelling in the street towards no one else right you don't want to interact sure. with the wrong person so i totally understand but i think if we can you know spread the love as it would be um black eyed peas where's the love i i love that song i still it, listen it's to a that good song. on like it's a, a weekly a, basis really i listen to it a lot in fact would you, you say you listen to it at least four times a month yeah dang nice actually i think the average would be three okay it's not like every month i guess or it's common for you to listen to it's, that song. it's pretty common for me to nice. listen to that song it's a great song you know it it's a great song but mm-hmm. uh i mean it isn't pitbull whoa but you're saying you listen to pitbull more or less oh, i listen to pitbull way more Oh, good. Pitbull's okay. fantastic. Yeah. September 22nd at the Five Point Theater in Irvine. Are you going? So tempted to go. No. What? If anyone Wait, wants to buy me tickets. Hold up. I'm going to look up tickets right now. I mean, now. they're like 150 bucks. Don't do it right now. Oh. <laughs> but I just throw it out I'm not paying 150 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, no, don't do it. Um, But I'll digress because I absolutely forgot what I was saying. Um, I think, you know, spread the love. Wave to people. Smile. You know. Maybe if, if it is, like Sean said, that 3 a.m. person screaming at the air, maybe don't do it to them. Be smart with it. But I think we can give a lot more people the benefit of the doubt of, like, being friendly. So that's just what was on my mind. I wanted to address it eventually because it's something that definitely gets at me. I think, again, like, I understand. Like, I look scary. I got that face. I have a medium mustache. And I harness the power of the mustache as needed when I need to harness it to make a point. And I can I can clear a crowd pretty well at Disneyland just by walking through and making menacing eye contact. But I'm a, I'm a real real nice guy, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can't even make that claim. Guys, I, I have to admit I am a man of my word. I like to mean what I say. I'm not a nice person. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there right now. Um, but I like to pretend to be. Yeah. It's cool. I think if you have the intention of being nice, yeah, you might have 20 conversations with people if 19 of them end 
or go in a negative manner that you didn't want. If one of them, mm-hmm. what Tangled? They talk about this in the movie Tangled. Yeah. Just because? Oh no, I'm thinking Wreck-It Ralph. Just because you are a bad guy <laughs> does not, does not mean you, you are bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all about your intention. Do you want to? like same thing with confidence and arrogance do you want to positively go about the actions you're going if you're at work if you're at school if you're in a relationship if you're with friends or family do you want it to be a negative experience do you want it to be a positive experience yeah same thing right now if you're granted (laughs) condensing the whole topic of human to human psychology and interpersonal communication is you could talk about that for hours. And I'm sure people people have made that their thesis. Let's unpack sure. that. Let's talk about that for Shout hours. Shout out AC. Um, yeah. HVAC. It, it's warm <laughs> It's warm in the studio right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's warm in the studio. The Judeo. Got him. I, I'm going to have to clarify that one because I haven't made yeah. mention of the Judeo mm-hmm. yet. Folks, I have a dream <laughs> of a gene-themed studio. Um I found a really cool chair that was reupholstered with denim. I should have bought it. That was a big mistake that I didn't. <laughs> I asked my wife to go back and buy it, but she ended up being busy. My wife's really busy all the time. This isn't a cry for help. <laughs> I just had to throw it out there. But we got a new couch, and I think it'd be really awesome to reupholster it as uh, denim. Um, and just have a Judio. Uh, that is J-U-D-I-O mm-hmm. to confirm. Gene Studio. <laughs> yeah, Gene Studio, just directly. Uh, but yeah. Have you ever seen Cheers? I haven't. Dang. That's the show where someone walks in and they all yell like Norm or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, dang, I haven't watched it in actually a minute. Um, what's the actor's name? Tony Danza? No. That was a complete shot in the dark. I was just hoping I'd be right. Tony Danza is the the song about Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Mm, good to know. Norm Peterson. Who's the actor? It's funny because people already know and they're like, her, like her, her. they're about to text you right now. George Went. That's what it is. I was like, I know the name. I can see it in the font. How do you spell the last name? Uh, W-E-N-D-T. Wendt. 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 Um, yeah, he walks in and everyone's like, Norm. And then Diane goes, Norman. She always says it after them and it's like iconic. But uh, that's a great show. I actually, um, I think in, in the, in, in, Lou of this week, I'm okay if, if none of this makes sense. Yeah. And this is very scatterbrained. Um, so today, brain empty. I had, yeah, my brain is fried. F I R E D, fried. <laughs> I was about to start singing the F R I E N D. I think I spelled fired. The song. <laughs> don't, don't be fired. Um, don't be fired. No, today, okay, so I work at Generic Place, number two, and I went over to. Um, the Nordstrom's e-bar at this near the place that I work and shout out to all you e-bar people y'all are fantastic some of the some of you are the best part of my day Julia Lauren Aaron Natalie yeah those were the four people I talked to yeah yeah, yeah. and I learned their names and now I'm going to address them by name the next time I see them true um they they told me something and they were like you know what they they made the claim that I'm the only one who cares um to like talk to them and like express that I know their name and ask them how they're doing. And I think this is kind of where my thought comes from of like passing people on the street and saying, hi, like, you know what? We're all people. And I think that's a valuable thing to connect with people 
in a way. I mean, that's like some of the intention behind this podcast and having guests on here because I want to connect with people and I want to have these conversations that turn into really cool things that we just explore topics. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is the second time that we've recorded with Sh- uh, that I've recorded with Sean. I had no clue we were going to talk about this. Throwing that out, just it's just it's happening and it's it an bounces. organic conversation and it's something that is just fun to do and it's fun to record and it's fun to throw out there and if you guys enjoy this more power to it bless up yeah. let's go um but no they, they said that and i was like dang guys well guess what i don't even need to drink this much coffee i just love to come down and say hi mm-hmm. at this point and i i told them i was like i should probably just start getting water and at least just come in to say hi because like i shouldn't be buying this much coffee sorry alexandra but um <laughs> yeah you know like i just i love to go down and i love to say what's up and i love to see how they're doing and get to know people and uh it, the reason i bring up cheers for those of you who don't know uh the one of the most iconic theme songs of ever um i'm gonna actually do this i'm gonna look up the lyrics because they're they're pretty pretty good um the lyrics as it goes <clears throat> making your way in the world today takes everything you got taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot wouldn't you like to get away wait a second oh this is like the full song where is the version oh yeah this is the full version wow it's, it's great but then it, it goes into the chorus from there in the tv show's theme song and it says sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came you want to be weary you can see our troubles are all the same you want to be where everybody knows your name and i think that's something that i've always kind of valued in for one cheers but also like kind of seeking that in life like you know that that's friends right like that's that's making friends and building friendships and so on but like there's something really valuable going somewhere where people know your name and i have to admit like i i, I wasn't going to e-bar and meeting these people and like talking to them to like get them to know my name so that i feel special but i i think the reverse that i was trying to get and show is just like that like hey baristas are people too <laughs> you know and i think that's just kind of what's been on my mind this past week you mm-hmm. know shout out to all you 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 e-bar people you guys make my day fantastic just coming down to say hi i th- I will not completely not talk about them. I really enjoy talking to them, mm-hmm. being able to bond over working at our respective shout out to Bentley. If you caught that, um, being able to talk to them and quickly bond over our respective places of work, being able to share in the fact that we have interactions with similar types of people. And sometimes even the same people, they go to both places and being able to talk about, yep, I know how it is. I know how it is. I'm experiencing the same things you are, and it's nice to share that with others. Yeah. The best places that, just when I reflect on my own work history and the probably four or five different places I've worked now, some of the best memories or even the best establishments I've worked at have been because of the people around me. Yeah. If I go in somewhere and I dislike the people around me, in conjunction with I dislike the work that I'm doing in conjunction with other negative factors of the work itself. No one's going to last long there, but right. if you have great people around you, if you're passionate about what you're doing, if you're passionate about 
the things you get to do or yeah. the things that are being accomplished, then you're absolutely going to love it and enjoy it. And same thing with being able to talk to our friends at Ebar again, Julia, Aaron, Lauren, and Natalie. I learned your names now. So if you're listening to this, a awesome, let me know you heard this, but also <laughs> it, it's, it, it comes back to being, I think, and not, I think I'm back in the type of psychology in a quick second, but needing and wanting to talk to other people yeah. and have that connection, which goes back to the original point of acknowledge the other human you pass on the street. Don't take effort and energy and time out of your day. Don't come up with false action to justify why you won't say hi to someone passing you by. Yeah. Cause I think society is interesting. Um, if you're like me and you've worked maybe like a fast food job or something, and say you're taking orders at said fast food job, mm-hmm. that person who stops and says, like, you're like, hi, how are you? And then they respond back, I'm well, how are you? That takes people off guard, like, every time. And I think that's baffling. Mm-hmm. Like, that someone would be that baffled that someone's asking how they are like at their place of work. them off so much. Yeah. And it's like, that's the service industry. I totally get it. Like I understand like it's fast paced. And so like there are objectives and it's like, cool, what's the priority, how I'm doing or getting this order right so that I can help this person, you know? Mm-hmm. And so on. I think, you know, companies do a good job at like valuing their employees to like help them not feel like that all the time. Of course. But I think it's interesting. Like when I stop and I'm like, I'm doing well, how are you? Oh, like, what's your name? And like, people are so unused to that. And like, I think I, I'm I'm not trying to start some like big revolution and like hey let's let's all be nice to each other. Um I don't know what you just gestured. Nothing. <laughs> um I'm not trying to like start this like big revolution of like let's all be nice to each other and let's all start connecting more as humans, but like you know, it's just something that like makes me lose my train of thought. I totally forgot where I was going yeah. with that, but I think I'm going to go. I had a point I want to bring up. I think you guys get, I think you guys get where I was going with that. I'll, I'll go back to Sean wanting and needing to talk to other people, whether it's $1,500 <laughs> for front row seats I, and for people. <laughs> I looked up. <laughs> Sorry. This is a tangent. This is a dramatic. I this just is got a this sudden text. tangent. Oh man. I sent, I just texted Michael a picture of a screenshot of the, uh, of the of the tickets available at the upcoming Pitbull Pitbull concert, I'm posting about it. If you row read. two in the orchestra. So for the layout of a concert, the orchestra is directly in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. It gets the most visibility. It gets the most volume. It is the most interactive section. Yeah. Row two of the orchestra for this concert. These tickets are one thousand five hundred dollars a piece. Which is such a tremendous amount. And I'm posting right, right now, now and I'm saying anyone want to hook it up, guess who I'm trying to see. <laughs> so as you're listening to this on the podcast, if yeah. you've also seen Michael's story on, what is it? Is it Sunday? Yeah. Sunday night, right? If you see it, just know this is where we're at in the recording process. But the point I wanted to make way back when, when we started talking about saying hi to people when you drive past them on the road, or you said when you're in Hawaii that you acknowledge other humans versus... Orange County. Where Here comes you don't, Bentley. Bentley's coming this way. When you don't want to... What up, dog? To, hey, 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 calm down. What's it called? Maslow was, Leave I Sean believe, alone. an evolutionary psychologist. And Sorry, that his, was so chaotic. <laughs> that was a lot of movement. <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> 
Sorry. So I've shared, I have a slight aversion to dogs. Yeah. If you just heard the panic in my voice. <laughs> As you're trying to continue. I was trying to talk through that. Um, God. <laughs> What's it called? Go again, yeah. So Maslow is an evolution, not evolutionary, but just like a humanist or a developmental psychologist that came up with the hierarchy of needs. I think it's just the human. Human. Not humanist. I, I, no, humanist. You're just a human. He was a humanist psychologist who came up with uh, different tenets. There's physiological tenets. There are safety needs. Above that, love and belonging, which are followed by esteem and then self-actualization. That third tier, so right in the middle, is the needs for friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection. Mm -hmm. um, and psychology is the study of behavior and yeah. neural pathways, not neural pathways, but just like how you think and how you act. And if the third things that human beings need is to talk to other people, then boom, that's it. Yeah. That's the intention of this podcast. Folks, I want to connect. Um, I want to make friends. Mm -hmm. I want to have friends on my podcast and talk to people. You know, I, I think that's what this is about. I think it's funny that it took us six episodes to really like dive into the, the nitty gritty. Are you lonely? And I think, um, are you lonely? I was going to try to just, just keep try talking to, through try it. Try to talk faster. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just not respond. Yeah. 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 hundred yeah, percent. Um, talk to dish. He's a nice guy. He'll respond to your messages on social yeah. media. Dude, I literally will. And if I don't, at least I'll like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you if you send me something, I'll just like it. Uh huh. <laughs> just take a hint. You did um. that to me like last week. <laughs> I sent you a meme. You just liked it, and then like three minutes later, you wait, wait. This was really funny. Like you went back and looked at it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think uh, everyone's valuable. Um, I mean, their value is different, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be a really cool spot to end. But wait, there's more, <laughs> folks. That was the, the third wow. surprising uh, thing that we were going to talk about. But there is one that I think we want to talk about because I have a pretty good stance on it. Uh, not a good stance, but a cl pretty clear stance. Superpowers? Let's have a moment for our sponsors. <laughs> Can't even be quiet. <laughs> I meant a moment of silence for our sponsors. A moment of silence. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Do versus do. Mm -hmm. Do versus do. I'm not going to address which one is spelt which way first. I want you guys to respond. The way that I said do versus do, which one do you think was first? Um, but we're going to start talking about them, of course. Um, we, we look at things like, hey, I'm going to do this. And we look at things like, hey, this is the due date. Actually, um, as counterintuitive as, as it is, I'm more of a... D-O due date person. Mm -hmm. I think the less time you have, the quicker you can do something. What do you think? Ooh. So you say if you have 24 hours to complete a task versus 24 days, mm -hmm. you're going to do it faster in those 24 hours than you would if you did it, if you had a time period of 24 days. Yeah. So like if you say making your bed, if you like, you think 24 hours I, slash 24 I, that's days that's the first task that came to mind let's you say think let's say task, let's say um what is it uh a homework like that rundown get a rundown a rundown give me a rundown by the end of the day give me a rundown by the end of the day <laughs> um for those that don't know we're referencing NBC's the office there's an episode where charles minor charles minor played by idris elba 
who knows the effect that he has on women um what's it called he he tells he Jim, Jim he has Jim who's one of the main characters hey give me a rundown of all the clients by the end of the day or whatever. by the end of the day yeah give me a rundown of all the clients with no clarification Jim has no idea what a rundown is he talks to some of his peers he is unable to find clarity on what that is once or twice in some of the deleted scenes and the extended episode he even goes back to Charles the char- Idris Elba's character and he says, so what is a rundown? He's asking for details, and he's completely left in the dark. He's just saying, uh, just a normal rundown. Just do the normal rundown. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, asking around the office, and they're like, can you what use would be a, a rundown? And like, can you use it in a sentence? He's like, hey, give me this rundown. And they're like, we don't know. well, it is. sounds like the rundown's really important. <laughs> you need to go do it, yeah. <laughs> and then at the very end, he finally submits something of whatever his rundown's supposed to be, and Charles doesn't even read it, and he goes, cool, go ahead and send that to everyone. Yeah. Like, up at the higher-ups. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't want to look at it first? He's like, it's just a normal rundown. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, uh, okay. ambiguous, but... And then he faxes a copy of it to his yeah, dad. Yeah, I think, you know, for, for that particular thing, like, if Jim had 24 days to do... A rundown. A rundown. He would get it done in 24 days. But also, if he had 24 hours to do a rundown, he would get it done in 24 hours. Because you have to. Out of necessity. Well, yes. That... Yeah. But are you saying that the the elapsed time of a rundown, if he had 24 days to do it... See, I'm, I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. Yeah. Do you think if he had 24 days, it would take him five hours to do it? As opposed I, to okay, yeah. 24 hours, it would take him one hour to do. Like, the time it would take to complete that I task think is shorter. So it, it has to do... Like, it doesn't matter how long you have uh, since the assignment was given, as it would be, right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with your... Your self-assessment of the situation. You know what I mean? Like, you could... You, like, your uh, what am I trying internal to say? evaluation like how, of how many time? How much time you're going to give yourself... Oh, yeah. How much time do you devote to it? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if I devote the very last minute to it, yeah, it will have to be done. Mm-hmm. But if I devote, you know, five minutes every day or something for said rundown, I, I don't know if that time not accurate, but you know sure. what I mean? Like, you know. I don't might, know what a rundown is. I don't know how much time it it's going to take. It might end up being the same amount of time at the end of it. Like, if you give yourself an hour on the last day versus five minutes every day leading up, mm-hmm. you know, like, it could be the same exact amount of time. Yeah. But so you aren't inherently saying you're going to do it quicker than you would if you had more time. hundred percent. You are or are not saying that saying what <laughs> I got lost in the sauce. What are you saying that you'll do something faster if the amount of time you have is shorter? hundred percent. Okay. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. I think, I think there's a sense of urgency or like in a, like a rush to do it. Yeah. Because, of course, there are those things that you need to devote more time to, and you mm-hmm. understand that. And that that's that self-discipline, as it would be, of, like, how much time you're giving yourself and how much time you realize you need to have. And there's, like, that self-awareness of what you need. Mm-hmm. But if you give yourself less time, you have to do it faster, yeah. you know? Um, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors again. The word is Wawa. We are hydrated. All right. Do versus do. Yeah. Go. I think there's homework you do, and then there's homework that's due. Oh. 
right that's crazy yeah because you you brought it up earlier of the that quick little mental exercise of if you have a, a one-page homework assignment that's one page and i mean that can be 10 minutes that can be an hour who knows right but when you first get something you do that quick mental analysis of oh this is going to take me 20 minutes i can sit here and do it or i can just talk to my classmates just goof around on my phone or whatever or you can do it during lunch and turn it in the next day if you have class right after or whatnot or you can just go home and you go home your backpack you toss it on the couch and then boop 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 it's done i mean it's a due date or a due date i mean we've all seen the memes of homework that's due tomorrow you do tomorrow <laughs> i'm 14 and this is deep right yeah so I, true mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree i think do versus do is a simple yet complex mm-hmm. topic again i'd like to without without clarifying how i'm spelling do versus do i'd like to know which one you think i'm saying first um you're talking about the water yeah yeah, yeah. do exactly do versus do versus do dang whoa i think to add in that third do um it's a crazy phenomena you wake up and there's do water on things water. in the morning moisture if you guys don't know what i'm talking about look uh, up do just google wake up in do. the morning experience it for yourself go touch grass yeah do I think I would be remiss. Is that a sentence that makes sense? I think I would be remiss, like period at the end of that. <laughs> no, 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 oh. no. I guess I would be remiss if I did not bring up the grind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I found this earlier. I'm glad I found it again. It's this quote. It's got a picture of Keanu Reeves. Kind of looked like he's about to box someone, but it looks like semi-photoshopped okay oh and it says one day the people that didn't believe in you will tell everyone how they met you mm-hmm. i think that's interesting um i think a lot of things are interesting when i start to talk about them the grind i know i say i think this is interesting a lot folks i'm interested in a lot but that is interesting <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I have to say that every time you, I start well, to talk about something. Do you look at it in I think the first thing you need to reflect on is are you one of the people are you one of the many looking at that one person or are you putting yourselves in the shoe of that one person that the many are talking about? Mm-hmm. That in and of itself, boom, tells you where you're at in life. Dang. I will say What's your mindset? Are you the one? I am an aspiring person. So you, I aspire to be a person. Oh, you are an aspiring person. Okay, you, you're the same way that there are like aspiring actors. Yeah, yeah, I'm like an aspiring person, aspiring movie star. Yeah, you're an aspiring person. I, I have gotcha to be vague goals. I have goals in life, and you know what? I have to say it. There are people that don't believe in me. Yep. Um, and that is that is a fact of life. Again, I'm not afraid of failure. I totally get it that people people don't believe in me. I don't do it to prove people wrong, but I think that that portion of, you know what? One day if I make it, and I, I get these goals, people will be like, "Oh my gosh, I know him. I, I can't believe I know I knew that Michael. guy." 
and I get it, you know? I think that that makes sense. I think that's something that people would do regardless of whether aside they were on as far as belief. Like, people who probably believe in me currently, they'll be... I, I think that they might have an opportunity depending how, you know, how far above I reach my goals, uh, you know, that they would also proudly say, like, I know Michael, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's inspiring because... You don't do it for the haters. You do it for the people who believe in you. You know, I got to say, I do this podcast for the people that listen, not for the people who don't listen. If you're listening, I do this for you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not listening, then I don't do this for you. Yeah. Which is ironic because if you heard me say that I don't do this for you, then you were listening. Yeah. And in which case you're doing it for that individual. I think that's a paradox. <laughs> How long are we gonna hold that in eye my, contact? In my head, I, I, in my head, I heard like a like an old timey spacey sound of like a <laughs> like a just for using the word paradox. Paradox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that Hans Zimmer the sound effect of like the world flipping upside down? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a it's like a coin flip. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I I know who Hans Zimmer is though. Yeah, I've heard of a, him. He's a composer. He makes music. Yeah. Um, um, I'm so tired. Brain zapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to get some Reeboks. I think I've been thinking about it a lot. Reeboks? Yeah, just the shoes. I think it'd be pretty cool. What color? Uh, I just told them they can sell my personal information. Apparently, I think these ones—they're pretty cool. Oh yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to post a picture of them right now just so if you see it and then you listen to this podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so tired, I'm just going to say Reeboks. I'm not even going to explain why I'm posting these. I really am curious to <laughs> what? <laughs> like the people that look you'll, back at you'll, these. You'll, you'll, yeah. You'll gauge. Yeah. The people that like listen to the podcast and see my posts, like I wonder. There's going to be if a they remember me posting these things when they finally hear the podcast. Like There's I'm just posting this picture and it's just going to say Reebok. That's it. Um, a few days, someone will see that, or someone will hear us talking about Reebok right now. Yeah, and they'll think, "Oh yeah, Reebok." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a Reebok little, would be a dope. Little flashback. Um. Oh, the other day, I had to call these dog collar people my dog has like a training collar because he is animated 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 is the word that i'll use and i call them because i gotta get a replacement and it's the nicest lady oh yeah i believe she had a scottish accent scottish scottish mm-hmm. accent and she's the nicest lady she told me about this toy that keeps your dog cool she was like i'm not gonna do the accent because it's not proper and it's this toy called the chili penguin and you put treats in it and as your dog chews on it it keeps it cold and she was like oh how's bentley doing has it been hot in california would he like this toy and it was so cool that's such a neat connection <laughs> no seriously I feel like that, that was so sarcastic no no that i meant that genuinely <laughs> like that's uh that's one of those you mentioned it earlier of working in a manner that typically you don't get the best like human to human interactions but being able to have like that personalized element of hey 
you're calling a business. I am said representative of that business. How's this? How's that? Yeah. Granted, some aspects of that is you're buying our product. Yeah. And I typed in your name and, oh, look, you said you bought a collar, which is why you're calling a dog collar, which is why you're calling us. Yeah. And the following conversation, but being able to make, oh, yeah, Bentley, you have a dog. You have a dog collar. You're in California. It's summer. California. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. That sounds- and it wasn't, it didn't feel salesy, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is worth mentioning. Now I'm just kind of like. On your phone and talking. Yeah. At the end of my day. That's fair. We can do that. <laughs> my last wits. I don't want this to end because this is a dope conversation. And for the folks that are listening, this may never end. Whoa. Um, Nothing ever ends. I'm going to get these pronunciations so wrong. And I admit it now I'm wrong because this is from Sweden. But on September 3rd of 1967, interesting moment. If you tuned in to episode whatever, when I had Bryce here, we talked about if we were to switch the standard uh, to 100 second minutes, 100. Uh-huh. Um, how catastrophic that could be to like the day that we change over. Um, again, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong. I'm not even asking to be corrected, but if you want to correct me, hit me up. Dang it, I asked for it. Yeah. Ugh, I'm I'm too too curious. Dagan H, other known as H Day, um, today usually called Hogger <clears throat> Trafikologeningen. Good attempt. Um, literally, the right hand traffic reorganization. <gasps> I've heard about this. This I've is heard the about day this. that Sweden switched a phenomenal from thing. driving on the left side of the road to the right. Mm-hmm. And there is a picture. Guess what, folks? I'm going to post a picture right now, too, because I'm on a posting spree. Sorry if that got super loud. I realized I was just absolutely yelling. Is this the scenario in which they switch traffic at like 5 p.m. on a regular day, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, they, they literally just like. This is a neat. They phenomenon. were like, you know what? We're going to go to the other side of the road. And like, here's the thing. This is before you had a cell phone to text your friends and be like, are you ready for H day? Mm-hmm. It just was what it was. Otherwise, it'd be a group chat. Yeah, yeah. There'd or be a, a, a Sweden-wide group chat. And, oh, man, what should I tag this if I post just this picture without any context? I'm just going to say episode just do, like, five. Inbox. Just do the inbox and see what people fill it with, like the response. You know how when you ask a question, people can type up a response? Mm. Do that, but without a prompt. Just uh... Can I do without prompt? Oh, yeah, if I put a space, I can do it. Oh, yeah, I did it. <laughs> nice. If you notice, if you remember these things when I post them, please let me know because I think it's funny. Respond um, to them. But yeah, straight up H day was the day that it all just switched. And I think that's crazy. Um, I wanted to mention it and I forgot. Uh, one of the, so one of the cool aspects about that, the H day was they didn't have it take a place or it take effect and have it take place at midnight because so many people will say it was Monday at midnight. So many people would wake up on a Tuesday morning Mm-hmm. And then you get people driving on the left side of the road. You get people driving on the right side of the road. Everyone would be honking at the other saying, Hey, you're in, you're, you're a goofball. What are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And then the realization of, Oh, oops, I'm on the wrong side of the road. I'm the goofball. I, I'm the goofball. Yeah. I have to go hop over. I got to correct my actions, but how they did it. You said it was Sweden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How they did it in Sweden. Yeah. How they did it in Sweden was 5 PM arguably one of two of the busiest times a day in the morning when everyone's going to work versus the evening when everyone's coming home from work 
or doing their nightly evening activities, they said, all right, five o'clock, everyone's on the road right now. This is the busiest time. We're going to stop all traffic and you're going to have to drive to the other side right now. We're going to manage it. We're going to put a few, we're going to make sure there are people kind of guiding traffic. But imagine if five o'clock, whenever you're hearing this, if it's before 5 p.m., set an alarm on your phone right now to go off on five o'clock. If you're driving or if you're at work at home, just imagine that all the cars outside just boom, they're switching lanes. They're hopping over to the other side. Or if it's after five o'clock and you're mm-hmm. hearing this, if it's like five fifteen, yeah, you better set an alarm for twenty three hours and forty five minutes because tomorrow, at five o'clock, you better think about it. Most days, life five, changing, yeah, or lane changing. Dang, yeah. Most days at five. If if I'm at work, on the days I should say on the days that I work, I'm usually at work at five o'clock. Yeah, agreed. I'm going to hit you with a joke. Ready? Mm-hmm. What did one wall say to the other wall? What? I'll meet you at the corner. I'll meet you. Okay. Yep. That's good. Knock, I, I was going to ask. I was going to ask if they were like a 90 degree wall. Like if it was a box, if it was like the left side of a box on the top side, or yeah, if it was like yeah. the left side on the right side or the top or whatever. All right. Knock, knock. Go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel who? Isabel not working? Oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What has four wheels and flies? <laughs> I don't know. A garbage truck. <laughs> a garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was a good one. Oh, good why one. did the scarecrow win a Nobel Prize? <laughs> Why did this scarecrow <laughs> win a Nobel Prize? Because it had no bell. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> it says. <laughs> Sorry, that's crazy loud. <laughs> he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> oh that changes my life man mm. uh, what do sprinters eat before a race springs I, I don't know <laughs> it says it's it, I'm crying <laughs> or it's sweat it's so hot in here it says nothing they fast <laughs> they fast it's funny because I identify as talking like that, like they fast, <laughs> they but fast. not like they do fast. It's like an adjective. No, they, they fast. fast. Yeah, as a verb, they they fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also the adjective they fast. They fast. Yeah, yeah. He fast. Why doesn't your dog eat breakfast? He fast. He fast. <laughs> <laughs> what do pirates pay for corn? <laughs> okay, never mind. A buccaneer. That's not funny. A buccaneer. Oh, like a bucket and ear. No. Or a buck, a, a and buck ear? an ear. Gotcha, yeah. An ear of corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call an illegally parked frog? Toad. Toad, yeah. yeah. That was all right. Mm-hmm. Why are elevator jokes so good? Because they keep going higher? No, I know this one. They work on many levels. They work on many levels, yep. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's more levels to that one, too, realistically. Mm-hmm. How does the moon cut his hair? 
Eclipse it. Eclipse it. Eclipse it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh my. That's that's dark. Oh, oh a dark joke. <laughs> no, it's not too dark. But it said, "Why didn't an old man fall in a well? Because he couldn't see that well." Yeah. <laughs> that's propagating. I'm gonna the, the... I'm gonna take this moment. I mean, I really hope this doesn't happen. This is just how my brain's going right now. I firmly believe that I'll get Parkinson's one day. Oof. All right, guys. Good night. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.